Hey everyone, this is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. For this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about a concept which I feel is very foreign to me at this moment, and that concept is the concept of free time. For me, free time means unstructured time. It doesn't necessarily mean time that I'm not working, but time where I don't have anything that I'm required to do. I don't have an appointment, I don't have a dinner, nothing along those lines. And even though I may enjoy um, the things that I do that are an obligation. Like, for example, today I got together with my whole family for my mom's birthday. That was super fun, but I don't necessarily consider that free time. And I've sort of been worrying about free time all week because I just had a million things going on where I was feeling the time crunch. I had a very, very busy week. With court, I had to do a trial on Friday afternoon of all things. When I got one done with the trial, I had to go back to the office and work until late. And then at 7 o'clock at my church, I had a marriage symposium. On Sunday, I had regular, I'm sorry, on Saturday, I had church and a charity event. And then on Sunday was my mom's birthday. So the weekend has gone by in a flash. As I'm recording this, it's Sunday, 9 p.m. I'm exhausted. I know as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to curl up in bed and instantly pass out. And all week I've been thinking about free time because it's come up in a variety of different ways. In fact... A day or two ago, I even Googled what to do when you have more free time, when you have no free time, and how to get more free time. The answers really weren't there, (laughs) but um, that's how frustrated I was that I actually Googled it. I also came upon a statistic that said when people are married, they speak to each other about 27 minutes per week. I know my spouse and I uh, speak a lot more than that, and we actually have these little rituals that we'll do where we'll have breakfast in the morning if I um, am not running out to court, maybe even something just simple like toast and coffee, and then we talk, and we might have you know, 25 minutes there to talk, or we'll talk at dinner time, or we'll talk after dinner time, or if every once in a while I can come home for lunch, we'll talk, or before we go to bed, we have these little blocks of time, we'll just talk and catch up. 
And I really felt it this week where I felt like I had to make a list actually of some things I had to tell him and then talk to him about it because we both were going a million miles an hour in different directions. I also was starting to just do things that were showing how full my mind was. Like for example, last week, I left my cell phone at the office for the whole day. I was out for the whole day. And when you are out for the whole day without your cell phone, you realize that you use your cell phone a million times. I was actually with someone else who had a cell phone. So if I needed something, I was able to pull it up. But you just don't use it to talk to people in text. You use it for your emails and um, uh, apps for stores and things to look up for court. I mean, it's nonstop. It's having a computer with you. And when you don't have it, you really feel it. Um, I was so busy this week that, and my husband was so busy this week, that we couldn't even go to a marriage conference that we signed up together at the church. Um, I ended up being late to it because I had to work late. My husband ended up going to a spring training game with my brother. And I took my father-in-law to a marriage conference. (laughs) He's always good for whatever. And he was happy to go with me, um, especially since I paid for the extra seat. But I was the only person who was not there with their spouse. And I definitely was the only person who was there with their father-in-law. Also, another reason why I've been feeling the pinch about free time is that a couple times a week, I go to a spa where I have a membership. It's um, a spa where you can pay for extra services, but included with your membership is, in, like for instance, an infrared sauna and um, a hydro massage and just a couple of other things. And I will go into the infrared sauna quite a bit. And it's a one-person sauna. I go in there for 30 minutes. I cannot bring electronics with me. I can't bring my Apple Watch with me. Otherwise, it would get damaged. And all I can bring is books and papers and magazines. And that 30 minutes is some of my favorite time for the week because I'm completely unreachable and actually having some quiet time. Uh, This last week was so busy I didn't do any reading or see any movies. I did nothing that was on my list of things that I enjoy. Absolutely nothing. Um, All I did was work and in the evening exercised or took my daughter to her dance class. That was it. And then this weekend had all sorts of obligations. Um, Right before I recorded, I recorded this. I said to my husband, because I felt like I haven't seen him all week. I said, do you want to go see a 9 p.m. movie? He said, how are you going to do that? You're exhausted. He said, I can tell. And you haven't even recorded your podcast. I said, I know. I don't know what I'm thinking. I said, for a minute, it was fun to pretend that I was going to have a few minutes of free time. So what I wanted to talk about was a free time reset. And I need to reset because after this week, it just 
has just sucked everything out of me. Almost feeling like I need an intervention and an intervention that I'm giving myself. One of the signals to me that I needed a free time reset is that I have spent a large amount of this week just worrying about time, like preoccupied with time. I've been endlessly going through in my head my to-do list. I have spent a lot of time arranging and rearranging my schedule. I've gotten to the end of the day and have just run out of time. So one of my suggestions is take a take a break and try to remove something from your schedule that may be the least important. Uh, I'll say that was really nothing that I could do last week. Um, I had a couple meeting cancellations that actually got pushed to this week, so I'm still not feeling like I'm getting caught up. Um, I did, um, in the last few weeks, uh, quit a membership that I have had forever with an organization, almost 20 years, and I've just completely run out of time to be able to put that into my schedule any longer. And another thing I need to do is to stop worrying so much about my schedule. When I was at the marriage conference, again, with my father-in-law, I pulled out my calendar and organized my calendar for next week and organized my schedule for the weekend because of how much was on the calendar. Another problem is I can't remember the last time that I was I had like a a block of time like a where there was like a f- super free weekend or something where I could just pick up and go like that doesn't happen for me and I have such a closed schedule and such a tight schedule I feel that I'm losing out on possible experiences um of just like relaxation and living life. So that's another goal for me is to try to be more spontaneous. And something that I've always said on this podcast is trying to build in for unscheduled time. And my, um, my trick to that has always been to take one day per week, per week, a weekday, put a big X on it. And it obviously it has to be a day where I don't have court, but then don't schedule any meetings on it. And guess what? That's not happening. Just everything is getting overlapped and that can't happen. So I need to be very mindful of that and try to build that back in. And I'll tell you that day where I don't have anything scheduled, It's also not a day where I can really do anything spontaneous. Um, The last time I had such a day, I went 
to a restaurant and worked on a um, worked on a brief um, for about three hours. Because I had so much work, I sk- I spilled coffee all over myself <laughs> and the table and the floor and all my papers because it was like it's been too much. So the thing that I need to strive for is having that time where not only is it blocked off, but maybe it can be a little bit more spontaneous where um, maybe I can just take a drive or my husband and I can go see a movie or maybe I can have lunch with my parents, something along those lines. Okay. Another thing that I've been having going on is I'm eating a lot of meals in non-optimal settings, which is mostly at my desk or while I'm on the phone. And if I'm eating at my desk or if I'm on my phone, a lot of times what I'll do is um, my assistant will pick out for me some relatively healthy frozen meals. But it is, it's like a lot of pastas. It's not, you know, like fresh fresh vegetables or fresh foods. And it's fine. Um, you know, I'll do like a lot of lean cuisine or something like that. But I'll be at my desk and I'll be going through emails or I'll even be doing phone calls while I'm eating. And I look down at my little tray and the food is gone and I haven't even tasted it. Another bad habit of mine is... I don't eat and I realize that it's time to go to court and I haven't eaten and then I'll pull into a drive-thru and I'll get some fries and just be shoveling them in my mouth while I'm driving and then I get to where I'm going and there's no fries left and I haven't um, tasted them. So something that I'm going to suggest for myself, which hopefully as a tip can help everyone else, is to try to do a meal without having distractions Um, just to pay attention and be mindful about what I'm eating and maybe go get a salad or something delicious and and just enjoy. Another thing that I've noticed about having no free time is that there's often friends or family members that I feel that I'm neglecting. I went through a period in the last couple of weeks where my parents, who live five minutes away from me, I didn't talk to them or see them in about a week and a half, not even a quick telephone call. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? What's going on with you? You don't have five minutes to call your mom or um, 30 minutes to drop by and, um, you know, bring them, I don't know, something sweet, bring them some flowers or or some snacks or like something like that and sit down with them for a little bit. And so I have to remember there's important people in my life. And if I'm not having a regular connection with them, I have to have a connection with them. So one of my goals is to maybe schedule some regular reminders to catch up with 
with these people. The people that I'm talking about also includes uh, business and networking contacts. I have some regular networking contacts that are very important to me. Not only are they important to me from a networking standpoint, but they're also important to me because they're people that I love and respect. And time is going by and I haven't had time to see these people. And what a method that I had used in the past was having Suns season tickets. And I, I still do. I have I have them this year. I'm still trying to decide whether I'm going to renew for next year. But the problem with the tickets is I've gone to two games this year. That's all I've had time for. Every time I plan on going, I end up working late or I have to get up early the next morning and it's just not going to work. So I need to make sure that I have these slots of times where I'm catching up with people who are important to me. There's only so much time that you have in your life. So you have to make sure. Another um, thing that is making me aware that I have no free time is just general exhaustion. And I would say, I think I'm getting enough sleep. I would say that almost every night I get eight hours. But when I wake up, I feel very, very tired. And I think it's just the stress of being so exhausted at night and not really like winding down at night. Like I'm not winding down with a cup of tea and a book and a hot bath. I'm winding down with, and winding down and being sarcastic. When I say winding down, I'm winding down by taking an exercise class and coming home and making dinner and eating late and making sure my 13 year old has gone to any of her activities for the night and then falling into bed in an exhausted heap, having stressful dreams and waking up exhausted. So it it's, I'm getting enough sleep technically, but it's not being good sleep. So the number one thing that, and when I'm saying this is what I plan on doing. I'm hoping these are tips that help you. But one thing I'm have been very, very conscientious about for the last, I'd say last couple of years is guarding that sleep time, like being very protective of that sleep time that I have to go to bed. I'll tell you, I would love to stay up late and binge watch something but I'm too exhausted. I turn on Netflix. I slept, set my sleep timer for 30 minutes. And most of the time I'm out before the 30 minutes is up. I will tell you something that happens to me quite a bit. Most often on Sunday nights is I'm exhausted. I lay down and I can't fall asleep. And the next thing I know it's midnight. But usually that means the next night I will fall asleep. But I I will tell you, I'm having a situation where I'm waking up 
still exhausted. And I believe that it is the stress of not having any free time. It's working or having activities until it's time to go to bed and then waking up and needing to jump out of bed and and start activities again. Here's another thing where I was knowing that the lack of free time was a problem. If there was a cancellation of some sort, whether um, it's a court meeting being postponed or a client sets a meeting and then cancels it or there's a no-show or I have some sort of uh, friend plans with a friend and they get canceled, it gives me the greatest sense of relief ever and not in, in, in a way that I think is unhealthy. Um, there is a comedian, um, my gosh, I cannot think of his name. Um, a young guy, very funny. Um, maybe I'll think of it by the end of this episode, but he said canceled plans are like crack that when plans get canceled, you just feel so great. And I think that's a symptom of being overly scheduled. So when you have that little sliver, it feels like the greatest thing has happened to you. And it's a sign that you're overbooked, or you're too tired, or your schedule is too tight. Um, a tip that, because as I was researching this, I was like, well, what do you do when you're like so grateful for these cancellations and your schedule is overbooked? And the tip was to cut at least three appointments each week. Yikes. Like, I don't know how I feel about that because I've lately been stressing where say someone wants to get in and see me this week and like technically I can get them in, you know? Um, even though it means that I'll have to take work home and not be able to work on it at the office because I'm doing more appointments. But the problem that I'm having is if I push that appointment till next week, then more appointments come in. It's just never ending. So this is definitely something that I have to work on. Another sign where you may need a free time reset is when you don't have time for your hobbies, whether it's camping or crafts or reading or a weekend getaway or just reading a newspaper over breakfast or watching the Real Real Housewives, just whatever it is that you want. If you don't have time for them and your schedule feels like there is no indulgences or no treats, you're going to start to resent it. And why am I saying you're going to start to resent it? Because I'm resenting it right now. Like right now, this weekend is over. I haven't had any time to do my favorite thing, which is to sit quietly with books and magazines and just kind of go through them. And lately what I've been finding is reading at night is not enjoyable to me. I'm just too exhausted for it. My mind can't focus. So 
if I'm going to have some time to be with these reading materials, it really needs to be during the day. And um, you <laughs> and me, we're going to do this together. We need to just have those little treats for ourselves during the week. I'll tell you a treat for me. Um, I love to go to Hallmark and just look at the cards and buy cards and send cards to friends and family, even if it, there's not an occasion coming up. Or I like to find pretty wedding cards and save them for the next wedding or figure out whose birthdays are in the next few months and buy cards. I'm not having time for any of this. I haven't been to the mall for any sort of shopping since before Christmas. It It's too much. So if you don't have time for an, an, these indulgences, your days are not going to feel like there's any joy in it. I do have something coming up in the next few uh, weeks that I'm very, very excited about. My husband and I are going to go away for a few days to a place called Canyon Ranch and it is supposed to be all about relaxation. I won this trip in a silent auction. I've heard that Oprah has gone to Canyon Ranch and it's supposed to be great where they make all your meals for you and the rooms are lovely and comfortable and you can go to yoga and you can focus on wellness or focus on nothing and that's my plan. Okay, um, another thing when you know you need a free time reset is when you are not getting exercise in. Lately, I have been feeling that the exercising has been cutting into my free time and I'm starting to resent it somewhat, but I know that if I don't do it, um, that my schedule will even be more thrown off. And I'll tell you what I've been up to lately in terms of exercise. So several months ago, the trainer that I had quit being a trainer. So that's, it's really thrown me off on the exercise. I have figured that I was going to go to the gym and I know the types of exercises that she does and I was going to do them myself. And I've done a few sessions like that and they're kind of okay. Like it's fine, but the community center near my house, which has a gym, is often very crowded. And it's especially crowded when I am able to go, which is in the evenings. If you go later in the evening, like closer to 10 o'clock, it's less crowded. But then you're also exercising closer to 10 o'clock. So I've been um, taking walks whenever I can. My Saturday walk is all, my, my non-negotiable walk always. And then um, I've taken a random walk here and there during the week, not as long as my Saturday walk. Tuesday night, I do yoga. And thank goodness I found a class that I really like. I was off of yoga for many years because two instructors that I liked left. There was an instructor that I didn't like as much and I was having back problems. And now I found someone that I like and the stretching and the relaxation is really helping me. Trying to also focus my mind on yoga has been very challenging for me because when I get there, 
my mind is still racing from the day. And then when I have to really think about the poses, much better. Um, I've also been, um, went to a couple of boot camp sessions, which are very similar to the training sessions that I had with my trainer, their group training sessions. And I, I really, really do miss my trainer. Um, it was something that um, I dug the exercises. I was um, very comfortable that she had them. She had a gym out of her home. And so now I don't have that now. But I found something that's a pretty good substitute and I feel pretty good about it. And then I've also recently found a dance class on Monday nights. I don't think that will be an every Monday night thing because here's the thing about trying to figure out free time is that my evenings have been incredibly busy. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are crazy busy and the dance classes on Monday. So I've just sort of made a deal with myself to go when I feel like it because the problem is if I'm going to start adding that to my every week routine, I'm really, really going to start to resent the evenings and I think not enjoy the exercise as much. And I'll tell you this, I really, I really don't enjoy exercise. I like hate it. Um, I'd rather be doing pretty much anything else, but I know I have to do it because if I'm not getting my blood pumping, then I'm going to just hit the floor. Um, another sign that you need a free time reset is your body shutting down. And I've had a lot of warning signs in the last week where I know it's been too much. Uh, a lot of achy muscles, uh, heart palpitations. I'm very restless. I've been very fidgety, very, very fidgety. I've been drinking tons of coffee in my, when I'm not as stressed, I'll have like a cup, maybe a whole cup of coffee during the day. Sometimes not even a whole cup. I'll have uh, up to a cup in the morning and that's kind of it for me. But now I'm hitting coffee in the afternoon and sometimes doing a couple cups in the morning. Um, when you are ruminating on your worries, then you know your body is telling you you need to slow down and get some free time. I've been doing this thing where I get in the shower and I start listing things. Uh, listing my calendar for the day in my head is a one. Listing my to-do list. Um, adding up hours that I think something's going to take and seeing how much time I have. And so my mind's constantly going. If you're having stomach aches, um, last night, Saturday night, went out to a charity event. And when I got home, my stomach was killing me. And I don't think it was anything to do with being out. I think it was just too much of everything in a week. And my body was saying, your stomach's going to hurt now. You better lay down. Um, tension headaches are a big one for me. I get a spot in my neck where the headache starts and then it goes up through my neck into my temples, into the top of my head. And that is a stress headache for me. 
Um, so when you have these signs, you know that you need to have a free time reset. Make sure you're making your doctor's appointments and checkups. This was something that I was very bad at for a long period of time. I did not have a doctor's appointment for around six years, several years ago, and then went to the doctor and the doctor just looked at me like I was crazy. Nothing had come up, like I was fine, but still, it was all these years of not having any checkup. So go through your list and, and any appointments that you need, go to, and make sure you're going to the dentist twice a year. That was actually something I always did. I've always done that, gone to the dentist twice a year, um, and I've always had luck with my teeth. I don't know if that's the reason, but I have had luck with my teeth, and um, and that's been a good thing. Okay, another thing to show when you need a free time reset is when you have an unexpected change to your schedule, it it is like life altering for you. And I will tell you, that's been something that's been happening with me lately. Um, one of my clients had an emergency last weekend and needed something done. And all I could think was, how in the world am I going to do this? Like, how in the world? There's literally no time. I'm scheduled back to back. Um, I wouldn't have even known about the um, emergency. I actually he had been trying to contact me during the weekend and I wasn't available. And then I went in on Sunday night um, because I couldn't remotely log into my computer. I ended up being at the office for hours on a Sunday night because of this. And I'll tell you, I did not deal well with it emotionally. I had a large pity party for myself that my schedule was changing, that I had this extra work. And I wasn't really sure how to handle it. And then to top it off, the next day, Monday, I was back to back with like 10 or 11 appointments. So it was one of those things where it couldn't have come at a worse time. But guess what? I got through it. And it was a combination of number one, calming down, like calm down, Florence, basically what I had to tell myself. And then the next day talking to my staff and saying, this is what I need. This is the help that I need. And just kind of breaking it out piece by piece where each of my staff did something. I did other things for it and we got it done and we got it filed and was able to do it on a day when I had 10 or 11 meetings. Another thing you need to do when you're, when you're busy, when you need a free time reset your personal life and finances can take a crap. And so make sure you're keeping track of your bank account. Um, are you not paying attention and your bank account's overdrawn? Um, or do you have a pile of bills that you haven't paid because you're kind of pushing the personal stuff off to the side? I always make sure that is part of my regular routine that my bills are paid, doctor appointments are made, um, scheduling is done uh, for my 13-year-old, anything along those lines. Because 
you just need to do it. I always make sure that I have a budget on hand. And my budget is not anything fancy. I just printed out, I Xeroxed a page from a Dave Ramsey book and did a very simple budget just to kind of keep on top of it. Because one thing I realized that I could have the tendency to do is that if I am so stressed out at work that maybe I'm not paying attention to my spending. And you have to make sure. I mean, you have to take care of yourself financially, emotionally, emotionally, physically, mentally, everything. Another thing <laughs> that tells you when you need a free time reset is when everyone around you is telling you things that are basically saying you're too busy. Things like you're wearing yourself out. Um, you can't keep up at this pace. I, I have a friend who's an attorney and he always tells me, he, he's been practicing probably, let me think how many years now. Uh, let's see, probably 40 close to 50. He's been in practice for a really long time. And he always tells me, watch yourself, or you're going to crash and burn. And that's his phrase. And I, I really have kept that in mind, because you do have to watch yourself and make sure that you're not going to run yourself into the ground. So that's it for me on a free time reset. And I'm really going to work hard in the next couple of weeks to have a free time reset. Wish me luck. <laughs> because not only do I have a crazy court schedule, but my husband's also having surgery in the next couple of weeks. And my oldest daughter it has announced that she's pregnant and she's starting her second trimester trimester so there's so much busyness with that as well as with busyness with um, my little grandson so things have been busy but I do say I I am blessed and I'm trying to enjoy the busyness as well as find more free time I don't really have any referrals or reviews for this week on movies because I haven't had a chance to see any movies or do anything. But I do want to do a plug for something that I'm very, very excited about. I was a guest co-host on a podcast called The Film Vault. The episode that came out February 28th is my episode. The topic was the top five horror movie characters my um the regular hosts of the show are Brian Bishop and Anderson Cowan and I got to be a guest co-host. I will tell you it was one of the most enjoyable things that I have ever done. I could have talked movies with these two guys all night long. I had such a great time. If you would please um listen to the episode and if you go on their Facebook page and comment, I would greatly appreciate it. I have also had a lot of fun um, in the last couple of weeks, um, last couple of weeks, last couple of days, at, since the episode has come out. I wasn't going to do it, but I was really, really curious. I went on their Facebook page and just to see if there was any comments about the episode. And some of the listeners just said really, really nice things, just said they enjoyed the episode with me on it. 
And I was very touched because this is a show that has very devoted listeners. And I was very touched that they were so welcoming. Um, and that the format was just a, you know, was different than what they're listening to. And they still were very, very nice about it. The comments have made my day. I'm still kind of floating on air from it. Um, I do have a um, review for a show. I think, um, I know I have talked about the show on my podcast before. It's the show Better Call Saul which is basically the prequel, I guess, to Breaking Bad. And it's a um, spinoff from Breaking Bad. And it involves uh, Saul Goodman, the attorney from Breaking Bad, and really, really dives into his story. In prior seasons, um, the show, the main bulk of the show is all taking place before Breaking Bad. There are little clips that they do which take place after Breaking Bad which are very very fascinating and I love this show as it goes into I think this is the fifth season and the next season the sixth will be the last season as it goes further it gets closer and closer to Breaking Bad so as the show has progressed characters from Breaking Bad have come back and it's been really fun to see everybody again. It's not Brian Cranston and it's not Aaron Paul, the two leads in Breaking Bad. Although I feel by the end of the show, they have ha- they'll have to make an appearance somehow. But a ton of characters from Breaking Bad have been introduced and you're getting to see their backstory and see more of them and kind of everything that was happening before... Um, Walter White got involved with everything that he did in Breaking Bad. Also, and I I, I know I've said this to people, and I think I've said this on the show, Better Call Saul is one of the most accurate depictions of lawyer life as I've seen it. It talks about the exhaustion. It had a storyline where one of the attorneys was in a serious accident because she was so exhausted. It showed the how mundane your life can be sometimes. Like if you are, especially if you're an attorney who's at court all the time and maybe um, an attorney who's um, publicly uh, appointed. And that's not me. I don't have public appointments. Although when I first started practicing, I did some contract work for an attorney who did so I live this so that sort of living life in the courtroom hallways um, and what that is like and and there's still days where I have that where I might have two or three hearings and I'm just kind of living in the hallways with a sandwich in my bag and getting coffee from the machine or from the Starbucks nearby or whatever the case may be and carrying around a rolly cart and just living out of the rolly cart. Um, so the new season has started. I'm a couple episodes in and it's really good. So I, I highly recommend it. Past seasons are on Netflix and the new season can be watched on um, AMC. 
So thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you can do a free time reset. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette, on Facebook under my personal page, or on Facebook under my business page, The Law Office of Florence Brummer. You can find me at my website, brummerlaw.com. We're also launched on Patreon. We are a free podcast with no paid advertising. Our expenses include equipment, launching platform, the theme song, and you can make contributions through patreon.com. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great week.